Shalom. Thank you for listening to this podcast of the Jayberg Wilk Learning Series. I'm Shmuley Yanklowitz, President and Dean of Valley Beit Midrash. Here at VBM, we strive to bring you only the highest quality of Jewish learning. Bringing pluralistic and innovative Jewish programming to the Jewish community that craves substance and insight is our passion. But we cannot do it alone. To support our endeavors, please consider donating a tax-deductible contribution to our organization. By doing so, you will be supporting meaningful Jewish educational content, funding the next generation of leaders, as well as furthering Jewish wisdom to people all over the country and all over the world. Please visit www.valleybaitmadrash.org. Thank you so much and enjoy the program. together then we'll do it all together sing it one time and then let's go round and round with it all together.
second part goes like this. that each have about four parts to them. So let's do the whole second section together.
Good afternoon. It's wonderful to be with you all today here in Phoenix. What fun. Thank you, Rabbi Mindy Ribner, for the meditations earlier. Beautiful. Thank you. And uh, I'm looking forward to being with Rabbi Saralea later as well. There's a few folks here who are part of our meditation, uh, virtual meditation community, Susan and Akiva. So I hope you forgot everything I taught in this workshop so that it'll be new for you. <laughs> so I want to share with you the basic practice that we do online. We do meditation weekly. I call it integral Jewish meditation because it integrates a few different modalities. We've already sampled some modalities, so these will be a few more. And the, the different, we just sampled one just now too, which is singing, singing nigunim, which is a very deep, uh, very transformative type of Jewish meditation that has a lot of gravity to it. If you, if you let go, then the gravity will just pull you in. And the, we'll be learning about three different portals to enter into a state of what I call presence. Presence is just a word, but it describes something that we can do, which involves moving from the level of feeling ourselves to be uh, a mind and a heart inside a body looking out, which is the ordinary way that we tend to be in the world, to becoming aware that we're actually more than that. We are like, more like a field, like an open field of consciousness. So right now, as, as you're sensing everything, as you can sense your body in the chair and you're hearing these words, and there might be thoughts that bubble up and you might have certain feelings, everything, that's, everything that you're aware of right now that comes and goes is all happening in something that we might call a field of awareness. And underneath our personality, underneath our thoughts and feelings and everything that goes along with that is this very simple, basic, open field, which we could also call presence or aliveness or consciousness, all different words for the same thing. And we can access this any time, but it takes a little effort to, effort and practice to train ourselves to learn how to live from that space and to experience the, the freedom and the, the, the uh, fertile ground from which other positive qualities naturally come, such as bliss and joy and uh, connectedness, love, wisdom, creativity, all these different positive mito that naturally arise out of that field of awareness. So I want to start with a little story. It's the story of Rabbi Yaakov Yosef of Polnoy, who was a second generation Hasidic master, one of the disciples of the Baal Shem Tov, that before he was a Rebbe, he was just a regular rabbi, very learned, but somewhat reclusive, and a little bit irritable, as many of the folks that the Baal Shem Tov drew to him were, maybe not irritable, but reclusive. They liked to uh, 
have their, their, their learning and their prayer and not interact so much with other people. And so that was part of, part of his job, the Baal Shem Tov's job, was to draw those folks out and put them to work a little bit. So he had to go to a bris, because that's a mitzvah, to go to the bris. He didn't really want to go, but he had to go. So he opens the door to go outside, and it's pouring raining outside. It's oy vey. Goes back in, puts on his coat and his boots, goes back out, trudges through the mud, through the town, gets to the home where the bris is happening. Bris, if you don't know, it's a ritual circumcision of a baby boy, so at eight days. And when he gets there, he's the ninth guy, so they can't do anything. Oy vey, again. I'm wasting my time. I could be home studying and praying, and here I am. Let me go see if I can find somebody. So he goes outside, as is the practice in such places where you can go and try to get someone to come in to make the minion. But of course, there's no one coming by because it's pouring rain outside. Finally, this old beggar comes by, and he's tattered clothes, and he's coming up through the mud. And Yaakov Yosef says, will you please come and help us make the minion? It would be a great help to me. The beggar says, so be it. Okay, so he comes in. They do the ceremony, wonderful. Uh, they offer him a little schnapps, a little lechayim. He says, so be it. Takes the schnapps. Someone comes and offers him some food. Would you like a little nash? He says, so be it. At this point, Yaakov Yosef is like, okay, so what is it with you? All you know how to say is, so be it. And the beggar says, Happy are the people who dwell in your house. Forever they will praise you. Okay, so what? And then he says, The second, second line of the ashrei. And... The straight translation of this line, Ashrei Ha'am Shekokolo, means happy are the people for whom this is so. But the beggar translates it a little bit differently. He says, happy are the people who can accept that which is so. <laughs> happy are the people who accept that which is so. And it kind of took him aback. Yaakov Yosef was like, what? He felt like it was speaking directly to him, and it was like a gong going off in his soul. It was almost like a tohacha, like a rebuke, in a sense. And he turns around, of course the beggar is gone, he vanishes, the magic beggar. Disconcerted, Yaakov Yosef starts to go home, and he's repeating in his mind over and over again, And he starts to recognize for the first time that he's carried around with him, this attitude in all of the different situations that he encounters that's one of resistance, one of holding back. And with all of his learning, he was a very learned rabbi, and yet he didn't have this basic self-awareness of what he was doing inside himself all these years. And he started to, he started to wake up and he started to open. And he started to, as Reb Mindy was saying, not just the, the idea or the belief in God, but started to experience the divinity that was there around him, within him, because 
there could be this openness because on an emotional level and on a thinking level, he was letting go of his resistance. So that's, a, I think, a wonderful Hasidic story about what presence is all about. So this meditation that we'll do has what I call three portals. Those are the different uh, entryways that I was talking about before. And they are the portal of the heart, the portal of the body, and portal of awareness itself. So the, the reason I start with the portal of the heart is because when we begin there, the idea is to evoke within ourselves the, the intention, the kavanah, to give our awareness as an offering. Very often when we come to a meditation practice, we're doing it for a certain reason. Maybe we want to have more peace, more calm, more connection to divine, whatever it is, those are all good and valid motivations. But the problem is that they can, they can sabotage us because if we're trying to get to some goal with the meditation, then we're already sabotaging the practice, which is to be here, which is ashreha am shekhochalo, to be here with what our actual experience is in the moment. Now, of course, we can understand intellectually that it's good for us and that, that will improve our situation. It'll improve our actual experience. But we can't be approaching it from that angle. It's much better to approach it from the angle of giving, giving attention. So the mental image I like to give to try to work us into this kavanah is if the small child, cute little child came up to you and showed you a picture that they drew. Nice smile. <laughs> if you can get, a, get the smile, either internal or external, of what that evokes, you give your attention to the child and to the picture for its own sake. Right? You, don't, you don't smile and look at the picture because you're trying to feel Hashem more. Right? It's just spontaneous. It's just natural. So that's the idea, is to try to evoke that, that attitude of just giving your attention to however it is. And when we do meditation, especially in a group like this, it's very common that some disturbing noise will happen at some point. You know, either someone has to do something or a door opens or whatever it is. Someone's cell phone goes off, which is a good reminder if you have a cell phone, turn your cell phone off. But nevertheless, you can't control it completely. Things like this happen, and those moments, although they can be disturbing and kind of be irritating, they're actually great practice for, for this first portal, which is to just give your attention to the experience as it is, give your attention to the noise, give your attention to the feeling of irritation, if that's what's happening inside. Whatever it is, that's where we're coming from. That's the portal of the heart. Okay, so that's the first portal. The second one is body. And we'll just do a brief bringing of awareness into different parts of the body. And the idea of this is that when we can bring our consciousness down into the sensory level, then it's much more natural for the mind and its thoughts, which tend to imagine other worlds and other scenarios that are different from this moment, to relax very naturally. So that's portal of the body. The third portal, which is the portal of awareness itself, 
is bringing to mind just the awareness of your own awareness. So when we get to that part, I'll ask you, what does, the, what does your awareness feel like? Where is it exactly? Does it have a shape? Does it have a form? And you may notice that your perception of the room around you, for example, and just take a moment to look around, just kind of get a sense of the shape of the room and the lights and the ceiling and the chandelier and everything. Where is the perception of the room around you happening? And normally we think the room, like the wall, for example, the wall's over there. It's like I'm here and the wall's over there. But the perception of the wall is actually happening inside your consciousness. The wall's not outside your consciousness. It's inside, completely inside. And so when we do this kind of shift, we can start to recognize that the sense of our consciousness is much larger than just inside our body. And that it's actually a vast open space within which the sounds in the room are happening, the shape of the room are happening. And the, the value in this, the reason for calling attention to this, is that when we start to recognize that everything in our experience is not separate from our own awareness, then it becomes much more natural to relax and to let it be how it is. Why would we resist ourselves? Why would we resist or have any type of sense of separation from the fullness of what is happening in our present moment experience when, it's, when we're already one with it. And so that's the relaxing into that sense of oneness as, as, a, as a fact of our experience, not even something that we have to reach, but just noticing that it's already there because everything in our experience is literally within our own awareness. And then we'll do some Hebrew word chants to bring, us, bring ourselves into each of those three levels. So the first word, very, very simple. We'll use the word lecha, which means for you. It's an offering word. So that's the word we'll use for uh, portal of the heart. So let's just practice that for a moment. And do the word lecha on a long out breath. So a nice deep breath in. the idea of the chant, of course, is that the sound itself, letting the sound vibrate in your chest and in your body, helps to bring us into a more present state and out of the head, out of the thinking mind. Let's do it again. Long out breath, lecha, deep breath in.
the next words that we'll use for the body and for the consciousness itself come from a famous Torah phrase that says, Naase venishma. Naase means we will do. It's an action word. So that's the word we'll use for embodied consciousness, awareness of our body. And venishma means we will hear. It comes from the scene where the Israelites are at the mountain and they're receiving the revelation and they say, Naase venishma which is a very strange phrase to say, because it should be nishma v'naaseh. First we'll hear it, and then we'll do it. But the fact that it's reversed is hinting at something, which is it's more than just hearing some information, but rather naaseh, when we bring awareness into the body, then v'nishma, we start to become aware of the awareness itself. Nishma, that's the, it's the same word as Shema. It's the sense that we are the consciousness underneath and beyond the body, beyond our senses. So let's try Naase. Okay, deep breath in. Venishma, deep breath in. Venishma. Amen. So those are the words we'll use for the three portals. And when we do sustained meditation and silence, we'll use a short phrase as well which is atahu. Atahu simply means you are the divine. Oh, thank God I was talking about annoying sounds, and there we go. <laughs> We've got good practice coming. <laughs> atahu, you are the divine. And so as we, when we chant that in the silent meditation, the silent part, just use that to bring ourselves back again and again from the thinking mind into presence. You could also use a, um, a feminine version of that, if you like, which is at-yahi. They go together, atahu or at-yahi. And when we chant it out loud, I'll do a little bit of, a little bit of both of them. Okay, we ready? Baruch Hashem, okay. So bringing right hand to your heart, And taking the intention on purpose to give your awareness to whatever is present. Noticing what is present on the level of feeling, on the level of the senses. The space around us, the sound of the vacuum cleaner, just giving our awareness to it as it is, and expressing this offering of awareness with the offering word lecha on a long out breath. Deep breath in.
with your right hand still on your heart, bringing your left hand to your belly, feeling awareness down into your organs, gratitude for the vastly complex workings of the body, keeping us here alive in this body for this one more day. Saturating all of your lower organs with consciousness and shining downward from your belly down into your legs, down through your legs to your feet and toes. shining upward from your belly back into your chest up into your shoulders and neck upper back shining down and through your arms to your hands and fingers connecting back to your belly and heart feeling awareness shining upward into your face facial muscles brain skull, nervous system, and bringing a little smile to your lips to express this covenant of generosity of offering your awareness without expectation, without trying to get something from it, but just giving awareness into the body. And feeling the flow of your breathing, just breathing naturally but letting your awareness rest on the flow of your breathing. And anchoring body awareness with na-ase on a long out breath. Deep breath in. left hand on your belly, <coughs> bringing your right hand up from your heart to lightly touch your forehead, <coughs> left hand on belly, right hand lightly touching forehead, and becoming aware beyond the space of your inner body to the space of the room around you. beings in this room, the objects of the room, the light, the shape of the space, the sounds, and knowing that all of this is arising in this open, vast field of awareness. And that you are this open field. You are this vastness within which your body is felt, within which sounds are heard, within which the light is perceived. And knowing and identifying with this open field with Venishma, deep breath in. Venishma. 
kissing your fingers and relaxing your hands. Atahu, you the fullness of what is, of what appears now, and the space of awareness within which it appears, that is the divine. That is the truth of this moment. That is reality. Atahu, atiahi. chant inward, letting your mind vibrate with the words atahu or atyahi or both. But the main thing is just remaining alert best you can, not to fall asleep, but to notice when the mind begins to be drawn into thinking. No need to push your thoughts away, but just to notice it and then gently but firmly bringing yourself back to just chant the words, feeling awareness in your body with your breathing, noticing and open to whatever arises in your field of awareness. And we'll sit together like this for 20 minutes.
Taking this kavana of offering awareness as a gift, offering awareness with love, chanting the word lecha and long out breath, deep breath in. bringing left hand to your belly, feeling awareness, shining downward, saturating all of your organs, shining downward into your legs, down to your feet and toes, shining awareness upward back into your chest and heart and lungs, shoulders and neck, down through your arms and hands and fingers, back to your belly and your heart, feeling awareness, shining into your face, your brain, your skull, facial muscles, bringing a little smile to your lips to express this willingness to be in the temple of the body, feeling the flow of breathing. Naase on long out breath, deep breath in. Naase. 
right hand to lightly touch your forehead, aware of the space around you, the space within your body and beyond the body, noticing that this is all one field of awareness, all arising in this one moment, consciousness and everything that you are conscious of, not separate, and you are this openness, you are this vastness, Venishma, deep breath in. relaxing your hands. May we all be blessed for this realization of our deepest nature, of this inner vastness, continue to blossom for us and open up. O say shalom b'mamav, hu yase shalom aleinu v'yalko Yisrael v'yalko yoshve tevel v'yimru Hi, this is Shmuley Yanklewitz. I hope you enjoyed listening to this fascinating lecture. At VBM, we strive to bring you only the best in Jewish educational programming. To do this, we host a wide variety of events throughout our learning season, including panels, classes, and lectures, like the one you just listened to. Please consider going to www.valleybetmidrash.org and donating to VBM to support meaningful Jewish education in the greater Phoenix Jewish community Indeed, all around the country and the world. Thank you so much for listening.